Welcome to Emergo Radio, a place where a brain-first lifestyle matters, a place of impact and inspiration, a place where your hosts, Dave Kenny and Susan Kenny, coach you to rise above. Welcome to Emergo Radio. My name is Dave Kenny, and this is part two of my interview with Lee Gertis. You can check out part one, which we did last week, discussing about brain and behavior. And Lee, as you'll hear in part one, has an extensive background in engineering and neuroscience and is developer of Saraset, a safe, non-invasive neurotechnology to help people overcome their current challenges. So let's continue our talk today with Lee Gertis. Thank you very much for having me. Talk to me, because but anxiety and depression, when we first started this a decade ago, I would I would say, we didn't do a study then about four out of 10, but now I know for a fact, nine out of 10 of our clients come with debilitating levels, anxiety, depression, depression, anxiety, suicide ideation. It's it's actually our number one issue when people call us. Is It's, it's quite life-threatening, whether that's they've been in their bedroom for three weeks or whether they've been thinking about or maybe even have tried to take their lives, um, this dark cloud. Um, and how does how does this relate to again back to a brain first approach? Well, let me tell you how it doesn't relate. You know, the whole thing is, well, you have issues, right? If you have anxiety or if you have depression, you have issues, and you have to work through those issues. And to some degree. I guess that psychotherapeutic approach is valid because the person does have issues, but they don't have issues in a psychotherapeutic realm. They have issues in a brain energy realm. And you solve the brain energy realm and that quote-unquote anxiety or that quote-unquote depression goes away. It simply disappears. Nothing that we do but what happens with the brain when it does itself, its own work, and balances itself, that's what happens. We have clients looking at us saying that exact thing to us. I don't know what happened. I feel better. I don't know what happened. Well, you know, I tell them, I got news for you that you're maybe not going to like, but I don't know what happened either. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is is when the brain starts hearing its echo and it starts saying, like when I was six years old or something, you know, yelling down this culvert under the road and I hear my echo, they, Hey, that's me. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) I think the brain is just doing the same thing. And, and based on that is, uh, you know, is rocking and rolling. And so, um, you know, as you know, we're, we're working now in a clinical trial. Uh, it's sort of the circle for me completed. We're working with, uh, we're, we're funded by the Department of Defense uh, for, with $2.8 million to work on a clinical trial for mild traumatic brain injury and associated symptoms of anxiety, depression, pain, insomnia, and others for military. And we're working at both Fort Bragg and at Walter Reed Hospital with USUHS, the University Health Services of the military. And in, in that study, you know, we just had a middle of the study view to put together all of the results, both the placebo group and the test group, all of the results collectively to say, how are we doing to make sure it was that there was some indication 
that we were going to go forward a little bit, you know. And you expect to see something a little bit positive in such a study because remember you have both the placebo and the control group together. But um, what we saw was that it was statistically significant, which is beyond incredible. Put that in layman's terms for me, Lee. What do you mean? That means it was really darn good. <laughs> <laughs> That's language I like. <laughs> and and you have A for the people using Saraset uh, research and B for the people using a, a fake or a placebo and together it's really darn good. You don't know which is which yet, but you know that together uh, we're knocking it out of the park. That said, again, we're only talking about the brain itself dealing with itself. We're only echoing back. And some of these soldiers have been totally compromised for years and years. And I'm telling you, because I've been there eight years, nobody wants that. And somebody said, well, they're just malingerers or they're just trying to hold out and get disability baloney. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody. We do that because we think we're incapable of anything else. But we simply don't have to do that most much of the time. So if we could just get, if we could just get our own social service programs to to wake up and say, you know, a lot of the people you're dealing with, perhaps even on a welfare basis, those aren't people that want to be there. They're people who need help, and they need help with their brain. They don't have to quote unquote deal with any issues. You have to deal with a balance, finding a way to get, have a balanced brain, and then watch that brain soar, soar. When we went to a medium security prison and we worked with inmates there, what I expected to see was those inmates may have found, we, we might be able to have them with a greater ability to sleep when we left. And we know that sleep above anything and everything, sleep is the most restorative thing we do as human beings, period, bar none. So if you're into a therapy, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to this, I don't care what the therapy is. If you're not sleeping really well, that therapy isn't working the best it could work for you. Just guarantee it. But we went there hoping that these people, these guys would sleep a little bit. And what we found instead was uh, one of the surprising things, many, but one was we gave them a third grade reader and it had a paragraph. It said, you know, uh, Jane lived in a house. Jane had a puppy. Jane took the ball and the puppy and went to the backyard. Jane threw the ball and the puppy brought the ball back to Jane. Basically, that's what the paragraph said, right? So then you'd ask them questions. Where did Jane live? Did she live in an apartment? What did Jane have? Did she have a doll? You know, they couldn't even answer one of those questions. None of them. Not one question on that third grade reader. They could read the words, but they couldn't answer the questions afterwards. So no retention. Their brains in a temporal lobe, which means the autonomic system of their brain, which means the part that drives the nervous system internal of the body, was over 256% imbalanced. 
when we see a 20% imbalance, we go, well, that person's got a good imbalance going on there. When we see 40%, we go, whoa, watch out. When we see 80 or 100%, we say, uh-oh, this is serious. But those guys were 256 on the average. Within three weeks, all of those men were able to read and read proficiently. Within two years after that pilot study, all of them had their high school diplomas and half of them had graduated from college within two years. They just did, they just studied their tails off because they loved the ability that they could read, that they could understand, that they could grow. Don't you get it, folks? All of us want that. Every single one of us. We all want to be the greatest we can be. That's their call in life. But we have to have the potential to do it. And in order to have that potential, we have to have a brain that's balanced because life isn't fair. A, B, it stinks sometimes. Come on. We're dealt hands that just stink. And when that happens, our brain can be negatively affected. So we need a way to help our brain find its way back to balance or find its way home for potential. And that's what we do at Saraset. It's powerful. Help people find their way home. It's powerful. And we all know about, you know, our, our bodies and being fit. I'm not saying everybody does it, but we're all aware of it. And, and we have never been aware of um, w the power of, of optimizing a brain and having it in a balanced state. And, and also, I get to share with people, uh, we had an admission this morning and, and got to share with her and the family that this isn't about willpower. This is all about brain power. And when I begin to talk and explain this to people, I get to relieve them for the first time of shame. And I get to relieve a parent of the shame. It's not your fault. And I get to relieve the young adult, in this case, of the shame. She doesn't quite fully get it yet, Lee, but she will in, she will in a few weeks. She'll understand that this isn't something as a, as a weak character defect, that this is a brain that is in, an, in a dysfunction state, like a liver or a kidney, and we've got to fix that. And when we do, man, people soar. They do. It's the most gratifying job, though, in the world. Uh, for us, it's because we're 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 pretty intense here, and we and we deal with people who are really struggling. It's a, it's a, um, it is an intense job and, and a rewarding job. It's a it's a gift. It's not a. I don't even call it a job. It's a, my vocation. It's a way of life for me. Um, yeah, but you all do you all do the you, you sort of do the full money, if you will. I mean, <laughs> I've never I haven't put that on the website, but go ahead. I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but because, you know, I just got through telling you, I just not too many months ago, I just got a diet coach and, you know, um, and, and went for a new diet and, and try to take all that part of my life seriously when I hadn't before. Oh, I'll catch something after a while or yep. da, 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 right? I'm a busy man. And of course, uh, my busyness is more important than my meal. So I'll just stand and eat this half package of potato chips, <laughs> you know, a few hot dogs. You're killing um, me. You're killing me. Fine. So um, long story short, though, you all do all that together. So you, you already put all the aspects of life, you know, you surround them with all the positive aspects. And as the text says, you know, encourage us to hate evil and love good, let, well, love what is good, you're giving them all the good parts. 
so they don't have to worry about those bad parts, right? They could start focusing on those good parts and their brain will allow them to do that because that's what you're doing with them initially up front is helping those brains to balance. So you get them started in the right direction and then you pour it on everything you do. You do exercise. You, I've seen your program and thought about just checking in a couple times myself just for the fun of it. But, you know, you, you, you get their potential there and then you pour into uh, give them the options for the exercising that potential in ways that are above many almost anybody I know. And so congratulations. I mean, you really, really are doing some great work. I appreciate it, Lee. Thank you. And it's kind of you, because I know that you, you, you watch us from a distance and you're watching the brains and uh, uh, we've worked together on a few very serious cases and uh, our collaboration have helped save some lives. I, before we wrap up, there are two other things out there in our society and culture. Uh, I, I, I've seen some, some struggles with it, but one of them is the, is the impact of social media, online, phones, tablets, not just to our younger generation or young adults, and the impact on a brain. We all know the impact on health when it becomes um, more, you know, overcomes their life. But can you speak to that a little bit? Well, first and foremost, you know, when, when, when John or Jane Doe get involved in the electronic media, be it whatever it is, uh, uh, then, and, and that involvement interrupts their life, they have a problem with that involvement, Absolutely, right? absolutely. And the question is, what, what's driving that? And when that brain is balanced and they're also encouraged to lay it down. For instance, if you take somebody in your program who's, let's say, addicted to cocaine and, but, uh, well, I'll be in your program, Dave, but of course I've got a fix here, so I'll have a fix or two of cocaine every day. Uh-uh, <laughs> that's not the way it works. That's right. <laughs> no, dude, you have to lay that down. <laughs> and that's that's why we don't have technology here. Is it's we've got to have a full reset, and it's a and we our environment is a serene reset for a reason. And we've got to give that the the brain and the nervous system time to calm and settle and reset. Yeah, man, just. That's what we do exactly. We we help that brain relax, and in that relaxation state, it gets to reset itself. Yeah. And we're going to give it every single opportunity it can to do that. And so if we can take the kids and limit their social media, their interaction time that we work with, um, that they'll, they'll move a lot faster and a lot better through the um, potential emerging process of Saraset. And, um, and, and it's a, it behooves them to do that. Lee, I know you're all about the brain and everybody who's heard this knows you're all about the brain and, and how much, how passionate you are of helping people, uh, just realize their dreams and, and what they feel intuitively they can do. And so I know that you support anything that helps in brain health and brain function. So do I, and right now, culturally, Forget about, I won't even get into the political environment, but culturally, there's this whole thing about legalization, marijuana, or the re- new brand name of cannabis. Talk to me about marijuana and brain health. Well, first, I want to say that um, if it's Xanax or marijuana or Ambien or whatever, it's something that I've started taking 
to mitigate symptoms that I have. That's fair. And I may think I'm taking it for fun and I may even try it sometime because I think it might be fun. But the problem in trying it is that if I'm effectively, if especially if I'm vaping that drug, I, I get a much, much deeper hit than we ever had before. And that itself can be the trauma to put the brain in an imbalance. And so I think the great desire for marijuana use is the imbalance. The fact is that when countries like Canada and when states across the United States say that we're legalizing this for recreational use, they're, they're just, they're just totally goofy that it's, you know, it's not really recreational use. You've seen what's happened just in the last six months with vaping here in the U.S. Oh, wait a minute. It's killing people. Oh, really? Gee, what a shock. <laughs> you know, it's, you're, it's, you're it's taking absolutely chemicals criminal. and sucking them deeply, deeply down into your lungs where they're dissipated as fast as possible throughout your system. And it's killing people. And you wonder why, right? When it was, oh, this is not harmful. Well, marijuana is it's much, much more subtle than that. But it, it's almost equally unhealthy because that, that drug connected to marijuana, specifically THC in this case, will live in fat cells. It could be for decades. And so we can actually look at somebody that hasn't smoked, and I'm sure that I know the person. They hadn't smoked a, a joint in 20 years. And I could say, I could tell them when I look at the brain, I said, did you smoke grass? And they said, no. I said, really? And they said, Lee, that was 20 years ago. I said, I didn't say when. I said, did you smoke grass? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I gave that up a long time ago. I see. Well, it's, it, it still shows a little bit here. Um, and so the, the funny news of this story is, don't do that. Don't mess with your brain like that. I mean, if you're suffering so much that, hey, if you have a terminal illness and, you know, you're going south and you want to use whatever you want to use to ease the symptoms, go for it. But if you want to grow and be a fully active, potential, realized human being, don't do it. It's going to get you. In other words, it's going to slow you down. It's going to lessen your power. So you're giving up your power. You're giving up your potential to do that because you're sacrificing that potential and creating a certain brain imbalance for yourself. And it's not correcting anything. It, it, it gives temporary relief. That's why you got to do it later in the day or tomorrow or the next day. Um, and it's this this statement that it's a natural product is First of all, I don't want rattlesnake venom. I know you're in Arizona. I don't want any of that running through my system. So the argument that it's natural is flawed, and yet it's not natural. It It is now a GMO product. It is grown to maximize profits. And so the THC, back when they used to call it grass in the 70s, Lee, you, you made me laugh there, but the THC levels now are seven and eight times greater. So think of that put eight joints down from 1970 that equals one today um, hey, it's, it's it's just I, it's an opiate is a natural product yes come on it's the biggest invasive 
death-creating drug medication we have in this whole country. You know, you can say that's just a natural product. Well, yeah, you know, you can say that about almost anything. Uh, but the truth is that balance trumps everything. And when I can stay balanced in my life, my brain first, which helps me with my exercise, which helps me with the diet, which helps me with the thinking, which helps me with my relationships, which helps me, helps me, helps me, helps me. I am living the best me. I'm living my best life. And I have my best and most truth. And it's something that I will not, personally, I will not give up. Not for anything or anyone. Certainly not marijuana. Nope. Well, Lee, in wrapping up, I just... I'm honored to be able to share this with you, and I look forward to sharing this podcast with so many because it's so rich with information and a lot of it new to the to the masses. Your passion about brain health and what you do at Saraset and Brain State Technologies is amazing. Um, one of the things that I do in in all of the podcasts is I talk about because here at Emergo Recovery, Emergo is to the Latin root to emerge or to rise above. I make a commitment on every podcast of something that I'm going to do to rise above in, and I'm going to ask you to, to share something that maybe today or tomorrow that you want to do in your life. But for me, uh, when I get back tonight after dinner, I'm going for a big walk. I know that it's a beautiful fall night up here in, in Ontario, Canada, and I'm going to take the dogs. I'm going to go for a beautiful, my favorite big walk, um, and, and, uh, get some fresh oxygen into my system. My brain loves it. That's what I'm going to do today to rise above. And I'm going to ask you, what are you committing to, Lee? Well, as I said, I'm, I'm loving my diet. I'm not liking it. I don't feel constrained by it. I love it. And <laughs> and so I will, I will certainly do that with kind of planned meals. Um, but also, you know, not working too late. I said too late. <laughs> <laughs> I know you better than that. Lee. Yeah, I, I get a little carried away once in a while. But, uh, I, you know, I love what I do, too. But uh, I, I won't work too late. I'll get to bed at a reasonable time. I'll have a little downtime. And um, I'll have a little, you know, social time on the phone or some, some way or email chat or chat with some friends and, and, and think about um, – what's important in, in their life journey because it's kind of different for us all. So we learn together. How can people get a hold of you, Lee? You can start by looking at saraset.com. That's C-E for cerebrum and reset. C-E-R-E-S-E-T.com. And that will give you a great idea of what we do. There's a two-minute video on that website to start. And there's all the research work on there. Where officers that offices are across this country, and and then you know you basically use the legacy of this product up in Canada, you know, and they can uh, email us there at uh, info at saraset.com, and somebody the appropriate person, which usually isn't me, <laughs> not that I'm inappropriate. <laughs> I am not touching that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but usually it isn't me. Uh, but but you get it right. Uh, we'll we'll get back to I gotta, you. What are you kidding me? I got to go through your gatekeepers to get to you. Yeah, no, it's not like that. It's a um, there's people here who are a lot more uh, profoundly gifted in certain things than I. You know, my <laughs> gift, Dave, as you know, basically are the algorithmic underpinnings of this technology, and I get to work with some of the brightest, best technical people in the world. 
uh, on our staff, and we're just knocking it out of the park, knocking it out of the park. But saraset.com and info at saraset.com will get you a response. I appreciate it, Lee. I'm going to wrap up a little differently. As I'm listening to you, I'm not sure if I've told you this story. Yes, I was... I'm an educator by trade, 30 plus years into it, masters and working in private schools. And this is goes back to 2008 and nine. And I was really frustrated and disenfranchised because kids who were good kids, good families were struggling either academically, behaviorally, and some of them even getting kicked out because it's a one strike school if they had a drink on a weekend or smoking weed. And I kept saying, why can't we fix a brain? And then Fast forward to 2010, I, I found a brochure um, at a health food store about the technology that you've created, and I started reading it, and I called down, and I did, did my due diligence, and we end up in Scottsdale two weeks later and met you at that I, the first meeting, which I wish I could erase, but uh, we had some fun, and I'm glad we had a second meeting later in the week. But it, but. I did two sessions that day, which now, now because of the efficacy of the product is, is one and the technology is one session, but I couldn't sleep. Then I didn't, I didn't know I couldn't sleep. My wife used to say, why do you have to have the TV on? Why don't you just come to bed? And, and it was just my life. And I want pe- I want to share this with people that I, I didn't, that was my normal for my adult life. And I woke up on Tuesday morning. This is date in the morning too of being in Arizona with you and your people. And I woke up a morning too, and I'm in the shower and I'm singing in the shower. And I said to my wife, what time is it? She says it's 5.50. And I'm singing again. And all of a sudden I ripped the curtain back and I, dripping wet, step out. Sorry for the visual, Lee, but I drop, I (laughs) I jump out and I look at the clock and it says 5.50. And I'm standing beside her and she's looking at me and said, what are you doing? I said, what the hell just happened? She said, what do you mean? I said, I'm up before the alarm, which was set for six. I'm in the shower. I'm singing. I haven't had my regular three cups of coffee. What the hell just happened? And then she looked at me and her her face was one of shock. And that was when it began for me. That was when I went, my hypothesis about if we change a brain, we can change a person began to become a reality for my life. And I remember meeting you on Tuesday morning. Uh, you were going to your office and we were going to the to the uh, optimization suite. And I pulled you aside and said, Lee, this is what just happened. And I want to work in this world of helping people in a residential program. And everybody's over here talking. And they're talking, talking, talking. And you're over here saying, no, 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 no. It's the brain. And you, I remember your loud, your belly laughter at the time, but that was my aha moment about the power of having a balanced brain. So I, I, I share that story with you with great thanks and gratitude for your work and, and, and the ability for us to implement this technology in a residential program has been a game changer. And I believe it's a game changer in the world of recovery. So thanks Lee. Yeah. And thank you. And I hope some people listening can, call you that have addiction issues or need some residential help and know that you're going to deal with them exactly the right way the brain first and then uh, come all the rest of it along the way it's it's a great great model thank you 
You bet. All right, people, thanks for hanging out with us. Again, my name is Dave Kenny. I've been visiting with Lee Gertis of Sarah Set um, in Scottsdale, Arizona. And of course, you can find us at Emergo Recovery, E M E R G O Recovery.com. Thanks again, Lee. Blessings. Blessings. In gratitude, we thank you for joining us on Emergo Radio, a place where you rise above with your hosts, Dave Kenny and Susan Kenny. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and learn. Want more? You can reach us at emergoradio.com. That's E-M-E-R-G-O radio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.